Good morning, everybody. You are listening to Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. Our show is sponsored by Abels and Hyman. We taste better. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Naomi Nachman, and I'm about all the food, all the time. I love to shop for it, cook it, eat it, eat at restaurants, anything food-related. I'm a kosher personal chef. My business is called the Aussie Gourmet. I cook for people for Shabbos, for Yontov, for the Hagim, and, of course, Shavuos now is coming up fast upon us, so uh, my menus are online. Give that a little shout-out. Uh, anytime you don't feel like cooking, give me a call. I hope that you will tune in every week and hear about my cooking adventures, my kosher food traveling, and sharing of great food ideas and recipes each week. But I like to hear about your food experiences too. So you can email me at Naomi Nachman, sorry, at Naomi at NachumSiegel.com. You can join my fan page on Facebook. Uh, it's called the Aussie Gourmet. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, my handle is Naomi Nachman. Or you can join my newsletter on my website, theaussiegourmet.com, where I post all the, most of the recipes that we talk about on the show today. But I want to hear your ex- about your food experiences, where you ate, what you ate, where I should go. Send me somewhere fun and interesting to try. Um, so love to hear back from everybody. We have a great show this week. I'm back in the United States. Last week I was in Australia. We broadcast from Australia. It was so cool. ZK and I, you know, the mo- modern miracles of modern technology. I was able to record a show broadcast. I think it was the first Nachum Siegel Network show broadcast from Down Under. I know Nachum's had lots of Australian guests. And so was, so was Table for Two. We actually broadcasted it from Australia. So uh, thank you, ZK and Miriam and Nachum for uh, allowing me to do all that. It was so cool. Um, so uh, you can hear that show or any of our other shows on the Nachum Siegel Network uh, website, NachumSiegel.com, and you can listen to all our shows. You can even go on um, iTunes, which I thought was really cool. So you can just Google all the different Nachum Siegel Network shows on iTunes, like Naomi Nachman or Miriam L. Wallach or Charlie Harari, and up they come, just like all the rock stars. So, uh, yeah, it's very exciting. So uh, you can download uh, the Nachum Siegel Network app too to uh, listen to all the great shows that we have right here on the network. Just want to give a shout-out to a bagel store in Queens called Bagels & Co. It's in, like, Fresh Meadows. Uh, we were there on Mother's Day. We tried to get into a bunch of restaurants in Queens because it's near where my mother-in-law lives and uh, had a very difficult time trying to get into restaurants. It was a beautiful day and the restaurants were packed. So uh, we went to Bagels & Co. We ordered some delicious bagels and salads and we sat outside. It was lovely. So if you ever are in Brooklyn or uh, I'm sure they do catering as well, give them a call because I really uh, appreciated the wonderful service and the delicious food that they gave us. We have an absolutely fantastic show. I'm very excited to have here in the studio two guests that have been on the show before and we do our magic together of bringing wine and cheese. I have with me Jay Booksbound, marketing, marketing director of Royal Wines, otherwise known as Kedem to a lot of people. And I have Brent Delman. He's known as The Cheese Guy and his website, thecheeseguy.com. He's giving a big wave. And I also have one other special guest. Uh, I don't know if she's, you're going to be able to see her, but I have Ariella Valensky, who's a 12th grade senior from SKA. She is part of the Senior Work Study Program. Oh, there, you get a wave there. <laughs> um, for those of you who are watching, and you, we are uh, also... Besides having the audio cast, we're having a webcast. So you can go to NachumSiegel.com and um, hit uh, listen live and click to watch the live show now. But I think that's a um, very cool um, asset that we have when, when ZK and I can turn on a camera. So Z, um, Ariella gave us a wave. She's part of the, uh, as we said, the SKA in, uh, Senior Work Study. How, how are you doing, Ariella? I'm great. How are you? Good. So Ariella called me up about three months ago, said, I've got to do work study. I want to learn how to cook. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I want to be a balabasta one day. Amen, right? <laughs> yeah. So we're cooking together, and I said, great, you can come, and you can come see how the radio show works. So we have her in the studio. It's, it's, you, hopefully you're learning something today, right? Yes. <laughs> I see a lot of different foods and wine. Oh, yeah. Exciting. Yeah, unfortunately, you can't have the wine. <laughs> Being under 21, but if you're Australian, you would, because anyone over 18... <laughs> <laughs> Last week, you could have come with me to Australia. We could have had some wine. Okay. okay. All right. Well, you get to try some great cheeses. And I believe you know Brent's daughter. So that's yeah. a small world. <laughs> okay, great. Um, so how long is this work-study program? Um, I think it's about four weeks. 
Um, and I'm really excited to see new things that I could learn about cooking. And yeah. Okay, good. Really and what do other girls do? Um, a lot of girls work for lawyers or um, they'll do doctors and be assistants, secretaries, um, dental assistants. That's cute. It's really dependent on what they prefer and like. A lot of girls work in the city with fashion and design, but yeah. I like to cook. Okay, good. Food. We like to eat, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great, Ariella. All right, you want to give the headset sure. over? Thank you for joining me. Thank you uh, for having me. Okay. All right, hold on one second. All right. All right, so I just want to confer. Okay. All right, can, we can keep going. All right, no problem. We're just making sure that all the technical uh, support is all good. We're all good here. I'm getting the thumbs up. Fantastic. All right. So I'd like to welcome both. I've got Jay and Brent here. Can we, have we got them in? Okay. So everything's rolling great. So uh, I've got um, sitting next to me on my immediate left is Jay Booksbaum, as we said, Marketing Director of Royal Wines. And I've got Brent Delman. I think this is maybe our fourth show together at least. So bring your microphone over and uh, we'll be able to... Can, okay, can you? I'm here. Great, okay, great. Great to be back, Naomi. Thanks for having okay. us. Okay, oh, my pleasure. You know, it's a spring season. I see our last show was in December, I think, right after Hanukkah. So I figured now we've got Shavuos coming up. We must have a cheese show. So we've got three days to Shavuos or something? No, not so long. Mon- Monday night. No, it's it's three days. Yeah, yeah. Monday night is the Monday night. The of- Today's Friday, so it's Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, it's three days. Right, but it's. <laughs> right, we've got about a week and a half. Oh, you, you I, mean, I'm confused. You, I'm yeah, a week behind. You're a week right. behind. Right. I think someone forgot to count Sphera last night. <laughs> oh no! You know what? Please. What, what was? Yeah, I, I got to do that. Right. right We're yeah, a week behind. Yeah, you're a week behind. Yeah. Okay. Um, but the funniest thing, I ca- talk about Sphera. Um, I have this app on my iPhone. You know, I'm a big. Com- that, um. There, there's my jet lag kicking in because I'm at a loss for words. Um, word retrieval is very hard when you're very jet lagged. I've had this crazy schedule since you're, I've come you're back. A, you're a techie, are you? Uh, yeah. So I love, I love, I love apps. Like I love what, what they can do. The, the, the davening apps and the kosher restaurant apps. Um, and now, of course, the Sphera app. Um, I'm using this amazing app on Sphera, written by a former student of mine, Moshe Berman, who lives right here on the Lower East Side in the studio, and he has this amazing Sphera app. And it really, I haven't missed a day, even going to Australia and jumping the Dateline. I spoke to the right. rabbi. It, it did it? It did it yeah. for you? It, yeah. It actually jumped the Dateline and all that stuff? Uh, well, when I got there, I had to reset the location, but it was very cool. So, you know, I know we're in the middle of Sphere, You're not going to maybe download it now, but for next year, or you can even download it now. Why not? Uh, and, and continue it. It's fan- and sends you a reminder. You can set it to whatever time you want. So I haven't forgotten to say. It is pretty say. amazing as you're davening and you see, oh, today's the 18th day. Right. right. Or, or some of the Sidorim apps. Uh, I have it automatically. Have, have Yalla Viavo come up as right. needed. So, yeah. Right. Even though we're a food show, we're still about, you know, being from and kosher and, you know, the, ho- the whole package. So welcome to both of you for coming on. Let's just have a quick catch up with uh, Brent because it's been a while since uh, you were on the show. How was your... I guess your winter, right, was long. Winter, yeah, it's been great. I've had a, I've been riding a real uh, wonderful roller coaster ride since then. We've had uh, a lot of more, many more ups, thank God, than downs. But it's been, yeah, it's been terrific. Um, riding the wave, I guess, is a better way to put it. So there were a couple of um, real nice write-ups. There was one in the New York Times. I don't yeah. know if you, some of you yeah, have seen sure. that. Yeah, sure. But yeah, that you uh, can go to his website and read read it online now. Yeah, yeah. And then Westchester Magazine this month has a nice. Uh, a nice article called Not Your Bobby's Cheese. Yeah, yeah, cute. And, uh, yeah, I think uh, Mishpacha Magazine and Jewish Week and some others there. This is, this is, uh, this is one of our holidays, people in the cheese world. So coming up, Shavuos, it's a great time of the year. And, uh, so yeah, people are, uh, people are coming to me and asking, you know, some, some relevant holiday questions and I'm very happy to answer them. So, uh, yeah, we're having a lot of fun. Okay, great. We love we love the cheese. I happen to be a big cheese fan and Milchik's fan. My whole family loves Milchik's. But, you know, it's it's great this time of the year um, to have. I think that's what we did our first show together was around Shavuot's time last year. I have to tell you, year. people think that, that I come to this show with Brent because Brent because of the of the wine. Not true. It's the cheese. It's in the, the cheese. <laughs> I'm crazy about it's cheese. Cr- and I have learned. And he's got 
amazed today. Oh my gosh! I know we I, can't I mean, like, wait. Don't let's not eat it all because I want to take it the rest of it home. Oh yeah. Know? Okay. Let's see how that works. But um, it's you know I've learned so much from Brent about cheeses, and I've I've shared this with my kids and of course my listeners. And I did. I bought a whole stack of uh. Brent's cheeses. I did went to a Pesach hotel, Pesach in Lake George. Uh, it was fantastic. Um, you heard me promote it up to Wazoo right before Pesach. Um, but we did a wine and cheese pairing, and everyone went crazy. People were buying the leftover cheeses that we didn't get through, and they went nuts over it. So it's really nice to see. And a lot of people were ballet chuva, so they hadn't had like cheese on that level since they became from, and they were like so happy that they could have excellent quality. That's great. Yeah, yeah. That's in fact a lot of lot of the the most amazing feedback that I get emails constantly from Bali Chuvas that uh, that say that for years they've been they've been missing this kind of uh, this kind of cuisine, this kind of cheese, and uh, so that's great. Yeah, they, no, they, it's, they they they, should, they appreciate it. Yeah, no, it's wonderful. I got to tell I got to tell you, Brett, Brent, that um, one of the things I get most often on this subject is. I could become from, I could take off Shabbos, it sounds great, I could even eat kosher, but I can't give up my kosher wine. Oh, right. And then, <laughs> and then I hit them with some of this stuff, like you do with the cheese, and they go, holy cannoli. Yeah. I mean, they really, you know, there really is no reason, whether it's the cheese or the wine, that you have to compromise anymore. The, the, right. the right. bar has been raised yeah. by, by, I think, the quality of work that Royal does and what you do, Brent. Um, your, the name of your business is called the Cheese Guy, so I don't, I don't know if I had mentioned that, but let, we'll, I just want to keep throwing that out there. You can go to Brent's website, thecheeseguy.com, and follow him on Facebook and Twitter. What's your Twitter handle? The Cheese Guy. The Cheese Guy. Yeah, okay, yeah. great. Um, so uh, Instagram, are we on Instagram? We haven't gotten uh, that am, far yet. As well, as well, uh, the cheese guy there. Okay, great. So yeah, everyone so, can and, start uh, following. Face, Facebook is Brent the Cheese Guy. Brent the Cheese yeah, Guy. Okay, yeah. so everyone should start following along because you'll continue to educate us between our segments every couple of months. So you know, uh, we did one in the winter. Now we're going to learn all about spring and summer cheeses. So stay tuned for a great show. This is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. Our show is sponsored by Abels and Hyman. We taste better. Okay, so I guess it's the opposite now. You know, we the show is sponsored by Abels and Hyman. We're going to eat some cheese now. You just can't eat these together. Okay, how are you, Jay? I'm good. You. Good to see yeah, you. Yeah, it's been a couple Welcome of... Welcome home. Thank you. It's been a couple of weeks since we did our Pesach show uh, where we had people writing questions. It was really cute that people kept emailing us after the show with questions, and I yeah, forwarded them on to you. That's right, and we answered a bunch of them. Yeah, so that was very nice. So and you, you know, can now that we've still got 10 days till Shavuos... Yeah. We've got time to buy a lot of these wines. Yeah, yeah. So people can really grab pen and paper, or you can just go back to the archives. Right. Uh, I had, a, I, you know, I did the show last week from Australia, and someone t- emailed me after the show. Um, so I thought it was really funny that they w- had to listen to the show again because we gave out so much information. They needed to listen to it again to make notes of what I was saying. I thought that was really cute. Someone from uh, Monsi, so I thought that was very sweet that they are uh, busy writing notes. So, um. All right, let's get started. Um, I'm going to let maybe Brent start because he's going to cut up some cheese and talk to us about the cheese season of what's coming up, and then and then Jay will come in with a wine. So Brent, what have we got? Let's talk I'm about. Glad, I'm glad you didn't say I'm going to cut the cheese. Cut the... <laughs> I just learned what that meant recently. That's an American expression. Um, so just talk to us briefly. What is a summer cheese as opposed to a winter so, cheese? Okay, yeah, good. I'm, uh, we have a packed show today here with, uh, between the three of us. We've got a lot of seasonal recipes and, and dishes and pairings, the wine pairings, some food pairings, so a lot of good stuff. But um, spring and summer, uh, people tend to eat lighter, right? So uh, they very often associate sheep and goat cheeses with, uh, with summertime and warmer weathers. So crumbling goat and cheese, goat and sheep cheeses over salads is Yum. typical. People think about shedding their winter clothes and being a little bit more conscious of and their, their win- weight. The win- winter weight, right? Right, right. <laughs> so, uh, so they look for lighter, creamier, softer cheeses, fresher cheeses. So, I guess why don't we get uh, started right into the first one? It's a let's f- go, baby. <laughs> okay. Fresh mozzarella. Can, can I ask so, you yes, what's please. a taste difference between a summer and a winter cheese? Is there much of a taste difference? The um, sure, yeah, they're lighter. They're a lot lighter, creamier, softer, fresher. Okay. Those are, but it also the most of the animals that uh, that we deal with, the cows, sheep, and goats, they're lactating in 
the springtime. So they are giving birth and the, their babies are, uh, are consuming the milk and thus we are consuming their milk and turning it into cheese. So it's, it's this time of the year. If you want good fresh cheese, traditionally around the world, people eat fresh goat cheese at this time of the year because, because you can eat it almost right off the farm. Oh but, uh, you know, yeah. a lot of, a lot of other cheeses that, that we consume later in the year have been aged. They take the, the milk from this time of the year. They produce most of the cheese at this time of the year. And then the cheese is aged out. So you get the more mature cheeses later in the year, which are going to be harder, firmer, a little bit sharper, nuttier, saltier. Those are some of the characteristics of the cheeses that come around later in the season. But the, the cheeses, like I say, that are sort of typical to this time of the year, are going to be softer, a little bit milder. So uh, yeah, that's good. All uh, right, so let's let's try this. Are we are we going to try? We, this wanna? yeah, please. This okay, is, so we got some spoons, and we even have plates, right? Thank you, Miriam Wallach, I'm for gonna, stocking the studio. Can I have a, a spoon and a plate? <laughs> Ariella, maybe you can um, pass me one. Thank you so much. Okay, now we have here, Ariella. Here. We have here. Okay, we have everything well stocked. Yeah. Thanks again, Miriam. <laughs> okay, so what am I eating here now? This is fresh mozzarella. It's fresh a, mozzarella. It's a cow milk cheese. I'm going to hold this up. Do you have a package? I can actually, because we've got the webcam on. Um, is it on? Is okay that, we're getting that it? That one we don't. I think we threw that out. We, we cut it up. Okay. And so it doesn't look like typical mozzarella because to me mozzarella is like a hard block of yellow cheese. This is called a fresh mozzarella. Exactly. No? Fresh. Jay's giving it, me. It, it can mozzarella be can be yellow? It can, it can, uh, it can be a little bit white. Uh, like an off-white uh, color. Right, but, but with a yellow hue. Right, right. And, you know, in fact, that brings on another interesting topic. Well, okay. Go for it. Go for it. All right. Jay and I both can't eat at the same time. <laughs> okay, you talk, and then I'll... Okay. So the color also has a seasonal uh, quality to it, a seasonal characteristic to it. The um, If cows and animals, are mainly cows, are grazing... In the you know the grass that is uh, that is widely available here in North America in the sea, in the spring and summertime, the cheese and the milk comes out a little bit more yellow, a little darker color. The, okay. The question that you're asking, it has something to do with the seasonality of it, and other countries like I'm going to have some cheeses coming up here in a in a minute that are darker, have a ye- more yellower color and more almost orange color and brown. And those, that is because of the beta carotene that is in the grass that they're consuming. That is so when, cool. That affects the cheese color. Sure, absolutely. The absolutely. Grass. So, but, but the, the kind of harder mozzarella cheese that you're talking about, that's, uh, that's a low moisture mozzarella. That's a whole different thing. That's the kind of cheese that we put on pizza. Okay, you we, see that? Like right. mozzarella is on pizza. That's yellow cheese. Right. It's, um, somewhere between, yeah, like an off white or a light yellow colored ordinarily. But that's grated, put on uh, mozzarella, put on uh, pizza. But this this kind of cheese is fresh mozzarella. This actually comes from upstate New York, and it is to be consumed within a couple of weeks of production. And that this was made just a couple of weeks ago. Delicious. Typical mm. for your caprese salads. You know, you slice it up in the summertime, top it with olive oil, a good extra virgin olive oil, fresh basil, and a fresh tomato. Or you can eat it straight as a it is. A little kosher salt. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Yum. Yeah. Okay, So this is, a, this is a good start. And that would make a great uh, salad for shovelwort. Right. You know, so, so you make slices of tomatoes and slices of cheese and right. kind of alternate them on a platter. It's absolutely so, uh, delicious. It's a, like I said, a good starter, mild, creamy, soft type of cheese. Jay, any thoughts on uh, where we go with this? Uh? First of all, I want to comment on, on something that was very insightful for me that you said about how – the color of the cheese is affected by the grazing of the type of grass that the cows or the animals, goats, whatever, eat. It's so interesting that um, winemakers always say this, that what they want their wine to exhibit is the terroir. What the grapes grow in is what ultimately they'd like the wine to most exhibit. So very often you'll find... And, and it comes from the grape skins too. Right. So very often a darker wine will come only because darker, because the grape skins that, that you get the extract of the pigment from are darker. Uh, and in fact, the gravelly taste or the, uh, pine nut, uh, you know, flavors or, um, some of the vegetal characters that you'll get from some wines come because and through the grapes that grow in those areas, 
grow those kind of grapes that actually extract that from the soil. So it's very similar to cheese in that respect, only in your case it goes through the animal first. In this case it goes through the grapevine first, and then the winemaker makes it. I think it's important also on the same subject, segueing from the idea of lighter wine, of lighter cheeses and watching your weight. I don't know about watching your weight so much, but, <laughs> but lighter, lighter wines. I am, you, you know, I'm on the soapbox about drinking white wines. Yay. I'm always talking about Jay drinking and I white both wines. love white. So this is a great time of year to consider that more. It's, it's warmer, so you'll drink your wine colder. And white wines lend themselves to that. I've even brought a couple of reds that lend themselves to cool, to be cooled, uh, namely the Jeunesse. And also, generally speaking, lighter wines. You don't want a heavy red wine to go with some of the lighter fare that you're going to be drinking. I'm sorry, that you're going to be eating during this time of year, especially on Shavuos. Well, that was delicious. What wine would you recommend for that? So this is a brand new, this is a brand new wine. Um, well, first of all, I, I, Brought the Baron Herzog Chenin Blanc, which is That's one of the winner, right? This or is something. the one of the most award-winning wines, literally in the world. Yeah, not award-winning kosher wines, just the most award-winning wine in the world. We just got a big award from the wine enthusiast. But I brought a brand new. Well, it's only about a year old. A brand new white Riesling from Baron Herzog, mm. and you know, unlike the late harvest Riesling, which is extremely sweet yeah. and late harvest and concentrated fruit and almost luscious. This wine is lighter, fruitier, and just off-dry. So it's, nice. it really will go with a whole series of, of creamy dishes that you would get that have some of that sweet cream feel that you get from some of the creamy dishes that you'll be making on Shavuos, uh, you know, in a little while. Yeah, I have not, I so have this not new seen white that. It's brand new. And then I brought, um, I mean, we can go on, but right. then I've brought also um, a really thick, rich, although completely dry, and this is really one of my favorite wines. I've spoken about this before. The Russian River Chardonnay. We have to open that one. I think. So we're gonna we're gonna open. <laughs> we're, we're not gonna be able to open all of them. But I know because we'll have to roll home. <laughs> <laughs> so those are the some of the things. Right. And, th- and then I'll let you pick. I'll let you pick what we're drinking. And we also got a Jeunesse, um, a Jeunesse Pink Moscato. Jeunesse is so popular. My friends in Australia were all drinking all these different so the, Jeunesse wines. The, the people out there that really like. Something that's off dry, that's a little bit sweet. This is great, and it's brand new too. Is off dry a term of art in the in the wine industry? Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because you heard of as dry a matter of fact, last dry week, and sweet, but I've never heard of off dry. I was on. I have to mention this. I was on Nachum uh, the other week, Friday morning, just for a, a drop because it was National Moscato Day. <gasps> How did I miss it's not that? National one. Jewish Moscato Day. It was just National Moscato <laughs> well, Day. I, I only thought Moscato was Jewish until like. And somehow we got into this ago. thing about. Um, about what comes from Mexico, a certain liqueur that comes from Mexico. And I didn't know the name at that point. I cannot tell you how many hundreds, if not thousands of people said, come on, Jay, you didn't know it was Kahlua? You know, Kahlua uh. used to be on Nashkach and, and yeah. now it doesn't seem to be. So I just want to straighten that out. Now I know, okay? <laughs> so there you go. Okay. But those are some of the wines that we brought. Go ahead. Jay, let me ask you, uh, having to do with uh, the next cheese that I'm going to introduce, um, do these? Uh, how is the acidity level in uh, in some of these white wines? Is it sort of has uh, the, some of the terms that I that I often hear? It has almost a zippy acidity. Does that uh, describe some of these wines? Yes, the wi- especially the, the Chenin Blanc and the Riesling. Or the Chenin, Chenin Blanc, Blanc and the Riesling. Um, we call this, and you're you're appreci- you appreciate this too because we've spoken about this you and I a lot. We call this balance. You know, you can have a wine that's very sweet, but if it doesn't have you know, a, a you know, a lively acidity to stand up to just the sugariness of it, then it'll just taste sugary. It won't have the great balance. So Herzog, and that's a lot of the wines that we have today, even with the orange muscat, which is Nachum's, Nachum's favorite. Nachum, yeah, Nachum spoke days. to me but about even, that. <laughs> even with the orange muscat, we have that lively orange, uh, fresh acidity that is on the back drop of that sweetness. So yeah, so th- there is good acidity here. It's not overwhelming. It's in balance with the sweetness. And so, yeah, you got that here too. Great, great. Okay, are Brent, we, let's move on. Yeah, we're, to, you know uh, what, guys? We're already like 24 minutes into this. We, and we've only done one cheese. So we gotta. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we so keep talking and sharing information, but we gotta, you well, know, I, we gotta gonna, eat here. Okay, good. Okay. So, I'm gonna open we, up the new white reason. Okay, How's you that? do the white. Yeah, let's try that one. And yeah, why that's get a, Brent? And that's a pick, perfect pairing and a good segue for the next cheese, which is a fresh goat cheese. Mm. As I was mentioning, a lot of people associate springtime with goat. Obsessed. And, obsessed. And sheep. 
Okay, so this um, this goat cheese, the I've got a couple of cheeses on this particular plate, but it's the creamy white one Ooh. that uh, we're going to be indulging in in just a second. Thank you. Okay. We'll, uh, All right, so I'm the one in the middle. Okay, so I'm. If I if I take it with my hand, you think they'll hit me on the air? Uh, I might have to whack you one. Okay. <laughs> no, just joking. All right, so it's it's just us. I, I'm serious, you know. Okay. I was this is goat cheese. This is white, fresh goat cheese. Fresh goat Are we cheese. getting this that on the camera? And what's this one yellow one in the background? That's Edom. All the same. It is. All, all these three all, the same. Right. Everything I'm put on, it the, on my plate. There are two different varieties of cheese. That's yeah, good. So I'm taking first, a little bit of each. So the first variety is yeah, the is the fresh goat, the white colored cheese. The second is the Edom. So we'll talk about the the fresh goat in a sec for a second. That I'm going to try comes it while you talk. Comes from great. Comes from Wisconsin. No, nope. mm. it's produced by third generation master Wisconsin cheesemakers. I work in tandem with them. They use my recipe. I go out there and we make cheese together, and then they continue to produce for me. And this is uh, it's fantastic. And this you, is all Chavisrael, right? No, um, no, this one not is not all of. Was no. the first one? The first one was not either. The next, the next the, two are. Quite a lot of your cheese are Chavisrael. Yes, they are. Okay, this is yeah. absolutely delicious. Should I try can it I, with the wine? O U D. Can I make an observation sure. here? Should we have this? I'm sorry. One more second, Jake. Can I try the wine, the cheese and the wine together? Absolutely. Like what? Not in the same mouthful, but J- following. Jay's uh, dying to. To express you know what this reminds me of? One of the most favorite dishes my mommy, Olive Shalom, used to make was sour cream and bananas. Mm-hmm. And oh, my is, God. Really? So did mine. Oh, delicious. And sour and cream and strawberries. And sweet, sour. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That and I did. blueberries. Those three things. Blueberries by, by, by and the sour way, you cream. Should, you should know that that is a lot of my inspiration in is and haven't really? gone into the cheese. But not sour Absolutely. cream and bananas. I never heard of that one. But we used to Absolutely. do sour cream Amazing. and strawberries. Amazing. It's my husband's yeah. favorite. But my, my, the reason I bring that up is because this has a, a little bit of that wonderful sour flavor mm-hmm. from sour, like that I remember as mm-hmm. a child mm-hmm. from the sour cream. Can you, is the, am I off base on oh, that? No, absolutely. The sort of, I guess appropriate cheese terminology would be tangy. Tangy. Tangy, that's right. yes. Very oh, I love it. That's the characteristic people quite attribute to it. Sweet? Sorry? Isn't, sorry, isn't, isn't it sweet usually goat cheese? Um, some of your it, goat cheese it, are a little sweeter. Okay, okay. They have some sweet qualities to them. Right. But uh, because, because they are so creamy, they do have that sweetness to them as well. But yeah, sweet and tangy. Tangy, tangy is, is more Tangy taste. is very often what people uh, associate. I love and it. And so the tanginess and the acidity actually go very well Perfect. together with the wine. This is, and the this oh, yeah. is beautiful. So uh, let, me, let me... Wow. And it's got a creaminess that... That go with this wine too. It's beautiful. That this uh, we're drinking the white riesling. The white riesling. Baron Herzog white riesling. It's off dry. It's not quite as sweet as that late harvest riesling, which a lot of people like. And it should be drunk with this uh, much colder. We didn't get a chance to chill it down as much. Can I? Can I just do a recipe uh, for our segment called um, What's for Dinner? Sure. It's sponsored by our friends at Gourmet Glut. so out in Cedarhurst, that thank you very much for sponsoring our segment when I talk about a recipe. Um, I take a butternut squash, even though it's traditionally a fall vegetable, uh, the butternut squash or a root vegetable, but um, I, I peel it up, I cube it, um, I sprinkle it with kosher salt, olive oil, and a little bit of fresh garlic. I toss it. Um, I put it on a cookie sheet with parchment paper, and it's all mixed up together, all the uh, spices, and then I put it on convection roast for about 400 degrees mm. for about 20 minutes. So it, it caramelizes the natural sugars in the butternut squash. Absolutely delicious. But then when it comes out of the oven, while it's still hot, I take fresh goat cheese and I crumble it all over the butternut roasted butternut squash and I mix it together. Wow. It is absolutely <laughs> delicious. I'm telling you, I made it Monday night for dinner. My kids were killing each other. I had to literally... Um, portion on each child's plate, counting out how many butternut squash cubes with goat cheese they got on top of it. They absolutely love it. It's a great milchic dish. You could serve it as an appetizer on a plate. You could plate it up nicely, um, and or you can serve it as a side dish. So it's really an absolutely fabulous oh, dish. Does that sounds delicious. And your and your goat cheese and the sweetness of the butternut squash and uh, and the slightly tangy. Flavor of the goat cheese is a beautiful marriage of flavors. So, mm. um, yeah, that was our uh, What's for Dinner segment sponsored by Gomeglat. So well, let's continue. The, yeah, very nice. If I can add just a, sure. another Shavuot-related Shavuot related recipe. 
that um, I think maybe in Mishpacha magazine this this coming month. Have some cheese. Coming, I'm offering Ariella some cheese. Sorry, Brent. Edition. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, not at all. <laughs> so um, a very simple blintz. Put the goat cheese into a blintz. After you've cooked it up, after it's been fried and skillet uh, <coughs> skillet seared, yeah. you take it out, put fresh figs, slice fresh figs, or a fig jam, <gasps> fig preserves. You know, I was in I was in uh, pomegranate yesterday, and uh, I know that they carry Bon Mama. I don't, I have nothing to do with them, but that's a particular brand that has a fig preserve. Fig preserve. Okay, we'll see if we so, can get that. So uh, I think there may even be some Israeli brands that are coming to the country <gasps> so now. Fig- so fig preserve, just put it. Just slather it right on top on of the blintz. On a blintz crepe. On a blintz crepe. Right. Then just on top of it after the blintz has been cooked, after it's been baked, and put it on top. At the end, sprinkle a little bit of uh, of sugar, a little uh, maybe confection, uh, baker sugar, confectioner sugar. Yeah. And the uh, oh fig jam. And that's it. You're I am good, so doing that. Go. I love that idea. Yeah. Okay. Oh, fi- I'm going to put that on my menu. Um, if you've already gone to my website and you've seen the Shavuos menu, I'm totally going to be adding in the goat cheese and fig blintz. That is brilliant. Yeah, okay. It's a, it's a terrific combination. Okay. Um, next cheese what have we is got? Edom. Is that what I'm eating now? Uh, uh, yeah. One. We gave some to Ariella. You've got to be the okay. intern. You've got to try the food. <laughs> Ariella, did you try this? Is the Edom? Okay. Okay. She said so, it's delicious. I don't think she's near a microphone. <laughs> this, uh, this Edom mm. comes from Argentina. The next two cheeses I have are Argentine cheeses. And, okay. uh, my wife, uh, is from Argentina. Oh, really? So, That's yeah, nice. we have to Don't cry go. for me, huh? That's right. That's you, right. I won't. We uh, we love it down there. Do your kids speak Spanish? They do. My, oh, my Yeah, them. my youngest son does. The nicest hotel in the world. Speaks Hebrew, Spanish, and English, yeah. It's wow. in Buenos Aires. Which, which hotel is that? Alviar Palace. Oh, okay. wait. And they have a kosher. There's kosher catering in the hotel. It's owned by the Soton family, I believe. And it's just magnificent. They have roses on your bed. They have personal... I mean, I have I have to stay there. Yeah, like right. <laughs> I have to stay there because they use my wine when I go down there. But if you ever really want to have a wonderful, romantic or personal uh, experience, stay at the Alviar, even if it's for one night. Alviar okay. Palace Hotel. Okay, that sounds good. We talk about guess, kosher food traveling, so that's right. what we mean by kosher food traveling. Fortunately or unfortunately, I think fortunately, I don't have to stay at hotels when I go down there. We're put up by uh, my wonderful. That's right. My, oh, nice. My, my wife's family. So yeah, we enjoy it. I heard they have but, good meat and. Um, they do. There. They do. They're major carnivores. Yeah. Okay. So as <laughs> is my wife. Um, so uh, this cheese, Edom, come. This and the next cheese both come from the uh, Pampas region, and I'm probably not pronouncing it correctly. Okay. I'm the but, wrong uh, person. I've and got I'll the hear worst. about it when I go home. <laughs> but it. But it's the region in in central north central Argentina that also borders Uruguay. It's a large area of flat, green flatlands, and um, it's uh, it's terrific for grazing, year-round grazing. They have a lot of green grass, so you'll notice the um, the 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 flavor and the color, as we were talking about before, are a little bit darker because these uh, the cows, the Holsteins, are grazing year-round, so they're getting a lot of that beta carotene in uh, in the milk, and uh, thus the cheese. So. This cheese, if you could see, it's a little bit, it's a little bit stronger, a little bit more pungent. That right? was this cheese, the right? E- Edom, the, right? The Edom. Yeah. It's Edom is actually a uh, a, holla, a a Dutch style cheese. It's a Edom originated in in Holland, but uh, it's not it's not a protected name as they right. say. So you can call like it, champagne, right? Right. Yeah. So they call Edom, you know, this same variety can be made in different places. So this Edom cheese is made in Argentina. I uh, imported it uh, a few months ago. It's probably at a good good point right now. It's about uh, four months, four or five months old. It's a nice, as you can see, a creamy, good melting cheese. Mm. Great, like, great like for, for anything. Chi- grilled for, cheese on toast, or yeah, absolutely grilled cheese sandwiches, perfect. Great summer over some freshly made pasta dish or something. Uh, yep. Anything you can think of melting cheese on this is quesadillas. <laughs> oh, quesadillas! Uh, I ab- love quesadillas. Yeah, yeah, ab- absolutely, mac and cheese. This this would be a great mac and cheese uh, uh, cheese. Okay, so, so what was the right. name of that? That was the it's Edom. Edom. It's also it's similar to Gouda, which people are more familiar with. Yeah. The t- those two varieties, nice creamy. Uh, they can also be aged and become sharper and 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 uh, stronger tasting, saltier. But uh, this is the the young, good, mild version. So, okay, so that's number three. 
Number four, the other Argentine cheese here. Okay, what have we got here? Is, okay, this is a this is more of an aged variety, and this is a Parmesan style cheese. Okay, but it's is it it's one of those five or six hour cheeses. It is. That okay, it, so it's, that it is. is that the only one? I, I'm actually um. You're gonna you know, pass on this one. No, no, no. To, I'm to gonna. Be able to, no, uh, no, no. I'm definitely gonna. It's nine o'clock in the morning. I think I'll be okay. <laughs> Quite often we have but a little Arab like Shabbos snack. Five o'clock somewhere now. Yeah, that's that's what we always say, don't right? we, Jay? Somewhere in the world it's Shabbos, and we can start drinking at nine o'clock in the morning. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> okay, great. I love um, Parmesan cheese. So this this cheese is this a- It is. Okay, that's as, great. As was the not Eden. not easy to come by ten years ago. Chalavisrol <laughs> grated. I mean, blocks of the wedges of, right, of right. Parmesan cheese. Oh, you know They're what? They're in you. I'm sorry. Before, yeah. okay, ah, you're biting into it. Already. No, no, I, I'm I was, stopping. What I was going to say, can I pass around a couple of the dishes that we, uh, I worked the Edom into? Okay. With my before, good, good, before. good friend, I would like to credit Tamar Genger of jo- Joy of Kosher. Hey, Tamar. We love you, Tamar. Yeah, she really. Uh, you get a big she, shout out from us. She, so she, uh, she helped me make these wonderful, wonderful dishes. The first one, using the Edom. Is a let's see, we're gonna do a corn Edom cheese stick. Oh, yummy! <laughs> so yeah, you had me at let's these, eat cheese. These are pretty simple recipes. Okay. Um, you gonna try t- some CK? Prep, no, prep time, no, no. Prep time is ten minutes. <laughs> I cooking know. time forty minutes. <laughs> okay. Basically, you're using cornmeal. What? Okay. What? Uh, Chaco. Okay. Yeah. So we said chaco already. Okay. Cornmeal. Sure. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. Okay, sorry. Yeah, keep going. I'm sorry. This is delicious. It's so strong. It's good? That one's strong. Okay. Ariella, talk into the microphone. Have you got one there? Yeah, I just wanted to say, I don't know what it's called. The, the right one, into the, the microphone. The one that I just passed around? Yeah. That's the Parmesan that we're going to... The Parmesan is really strong. <laughs> we haven't had that one yet, but it's good, right? Okay, we're getting the nod. Okay, this is delicious. So this, Tamar, this is great. And yeah, where can so we get this, the rest This is made with Edom. Um, would you like to post it to your uh, to your website? Yeah, sure. Okay, so yeah, it's it's very there's made with uh, defrosted frozen spinach, my Edam cheese, cornmeal, salt and water, and that's it. Fantastic. So it's can I get that simple. recipe from you? You email it to me, and absolutely. I'll, and and Tamar wrote it, so we'll give Tamar the credit. I'll just either put 100%. her link up or, or put and it up on my website. For those that can't see it on uh, on radio, this is um, it is it looks like a sort of a like a chunky mm. cheese stick, something mm. that that uh, kids might be able to. Uh, it's delicious. Sort of, you might be able to sneak your uh, spinach in that way to your to your kids. My husband is right? very sad that he's missing out on this because this is like right right up his alley. Uh, this is great. Okay, All right. Good. So what have you got next? So, and then uh, and then you know what? I have another Edam recipe, but we'll do that in just a couple. Of, should we uh, go with another cheese? We'll work work in, or would you like to try? Uh, okay. Jay, 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 I yeah, just, yeah, please. You know, let's talk about I, the wine. I chose this wine, but. I have to tell you, after eating the food, I think it goes good with the cheese. But after eating the food, I think this this dish requires a drier wine. Okay, is that why you poured this one? I I, I think they go oh. terrific together. Yeah. Which yeah, one? This. What am I but, drinking here? Let's. But what would you, is that, is you're drinking it's brand new. It's a it's a Moscato, pink Moscato, a Jeunesse pink Moscato. Mm. Okay, I, I'm gonna try the with the uh, r- 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 with the uh, cheese. And corn and spinach. Mm. I'm yeah. now going to try it. It grows on you, but I'd like it a little bit more chilled and a little bit drier. I, I, I can see stuff. why you're saying that. Mm-hmm. This could be uh, the wine could be a drop drier for right. for this for the food, but the cheese the is cheese strong is strong enough and mm-hmm. tangy enough that the sweetness of the wine. Excuse my yeah, it's okay. It's hard. It's okay. Stands up to it. <laughs> you gonna let that fall? Uh, no, we can't. No, no, we gotta I'm keep it. Clean. Every good morsel. We gotta, we gotta keep the office clean. Okay, so, so, but I love this Moscato. This is great. Yeah. Okay, I love it. Okay, Thank I'm just you. keeping an eye on the time, guys, because we want to get yeah. it all in. Okay. How much we got left? How much time? About twenty. Okay. okay. I think we're. Brent? I think we're doing doing well on time right. here. We've got just two more cheeses and a and a couple of pairings here. Okay. So, fabulous. So this next cheese. Is also like I said from Argentina. It's a Reginito Parmesan. Ah, uh, say that again. I like how you say it. <laughs> Reginito Parmesan. There right. you go. By the uh, way, and you know, I always preface my um, t- my statements on halachic issues with ask your local rabbi and don't trust me at all. But from what I understand, from what I understand, one of the reasons why often imported cheese almost always is Chalav Yisrael 
is because the, I don't want to call it the heter, but the idea of non-chal Yisrael was established only in America originally. And so it's not as well accepted amongst the strictly observant communities outside of America, the idea of non-chal Yisrael. Not as well accepted. America, it's much more accepted. And so the lowest common denominator, I should say the highest common denominator, for kosher cheese that's produced elsewhere, meaning outside of the United States, is Chalav Yisrael as a general rule. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Uh, that's but ask your local rabbi. And especially yeah. you want to get, just talk about the, um, you and know, I'll, both of you, one of you, talk about the, 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 the cheese, the waiting time on the cheese. Right, right. Well, this is a, this is a serious hard cheese. It's aged a year, which means generally, uh, the general rule of thumb is six months, uh, essentially characterizes that at, it as a an aged cheese, which means that uh, those of us that keep it uh, wait six hours. Okay, or, the, or whatever you wait between meat and milk. So if you wait right. three hours between fleischiks and milchiks, then you wait three hours. I wait five hours in a minute, so I'm waiting five hours in a minute. So when I go home, it's really always have Abel's and Hyman salami when we get home before Shabbos. <laughs> it's there, like a thing. So Brent, so now I have to wait five hours in a know, minute. You the, know, the reason I mentioned that six hours is all, you're absolutely right, whatever uh, your tradition is, that uh, your minhag. But um, the rabbis would like for me to refer to it, especially when we're out doing demos. This is a six-hour cheese just to uh, As a, cover, uh, cover everyone. Right. I, I'm not – I'm okay with, you know, however long you wait, you wait. That's fine. But I'm wondering if there is a standard – and because I used to be in the cheese business. I don't know if I remember I told sure. you this many years ago. But I'm wondering if there's a standard for the amount of time – that a cheese needs to be aged. In other words, does everybody agree it's six months? Does everybody agree it's nine months? Does everybody agree it's a year? Or is it some? Does it vary? Or is it depending on the cheese maker that tells you which is a hard cheese? Good question. Is there is there really a standardized time? That's the standard that I generally go go with. You know, there's there's a there's a pretty stark difference between an aged and a non-aged. Yeah, cheese. but is it three months? Is it six months? Is it a year? I mean, is there a, probably like a, a, wine? Halachically, is and because I was told when this is many years ago that it's it's actually very rare to find a hard cheese that you should wait for. That's what I was told a mm-hmm. hundred years ago. Now that may have changed. I, I will know. I will defer to uh, Rabbi Gordimer of the OU and, okay. and others you know that I can. We should actually him. next time we do this, let's have Rabbi maybe Rabbi Elephant down here. He was with us when we did our OU show and we discussed yeah. quinoa. Right, I think you were uh, you had yeah, popped yeah, by. Yeah. We'll maybe refer to them and you know get his sakalacha just yeah. from the OU. Everyone has their own rabbi, and they right, will sure. ask their own rabbis. But let let's um, try so, this parmesan. So, but, so this parmesan, though, just to summarize on that, this is definitely considered a hard cheese. It's uh, it's it's okay. not it's not in that gray area. Okay, so I'm marking <laughs> time now. <laughs> Twenty past nine. <laughs> this is okay. age age the year, as you can even smell it. You know before. Oh my God! It's so strong, right, Ariella? It's really it's a strong. Cheese. Okay. It's a stronger cheese. It has that Parmesan uh, character. Oh my God! Parme- it smells Parmesan. So strong. <laughs> very, very strong. Okay. Okay. Can I try? I'm going to try some, and then I'm going to wash it down with some like red I wine. I had that question with cheddar. Some cheddars are right. age worthy. Some aren't. Absolutely. That's mm-hmm. a, I mean, that's, halachically speaking, you know. So that's where I was. So I just wanted to, Absolutely. I think it's important, any rabbis listening to me out there, that, that we really do get some kind of standardized, you know. This is amazing. This is amazing. Oh, my gosh. Amazing. That. Now I want to smell with the wine. Mm. Okay. All right, what, 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 did, what are we drinking, Jay? We're drinking Jeunesse Cabernet. Much richer, oh. much thicker. <gasps> this is amazing. I love this Cabernet. Okay, I need to, I'm writing notes oh, myself. Jeunesse. <laughs> it's not funny that I'm writing notes. Jeunesse Cabernet. You know, I just probably watch my show again. Oh, is that nice? And then Cab- the richness, Cab-Sat. but also it's got a kick of tang. You know, the acidity in the wine, this Jeunesse Cabernet with this. This is a perfect, mm. to me, this is a really great pairing. It this is. This is a great marriage. Wow. It is. Is it, would you say, is this, does this have a lot of tannins in it? Yes. Okay. Has, not a lot, but no. it has. Some nice tannins too, yes. But not okay. so. It's not so. Doesn't have a lot of the acid and grit that a lot of red wines do. But the harder cheese, a lot more har- tannin than the than the previous three wines that we. Correct. Did. These Correct. harder cheeses definitely stand up to. Uh, 
This is amazing. She, the wines with with mm. that are more tannic. This reminds me a little bit of you know, the uh, Benjamina Zamora a little bit. There you go. A little drier, but very nice. Wow. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay, so what have we got next up? Are we doing a, another cheese? And, and again, the, that cheese. Now, well, mm. the the this. Let me just mention a couple other quick things about this this uh, Reginito. The the its origins. You know, if if in Spanish or Latin you put the last uh, the ito, the suffix onto the word, it means something the small whatever, right? If you ever, if you've ever heard somebody called. Uh, Juan, for example, Juanito, yeah. know, means the you know the little, one. The, the little one, usually junior or something like that. Uh-huh. So this cheese, Reginito, some of you may have heard of Reggiano. Yes, so Parmigiano. Re- re- Parmigiano Reggiano. Those yeah, are the big th- wheels that uh, they that call. That you imagine Parmesan to look like. Right. It's very hard, and that's only for grating, or almost always only for grating. Right. Right. At least they, that's how I recall it. They age it. It must be aged two years. It comes from the Parma region of it of Italy. The, you know, it's that is a protected name. You know, anything Reg, Reggiano has to come from have all those characteristics. So anyway, there were uh, Italian immigrants uh, that uh, moved to Argentina and started producing this Parmesan-style cheese, and they called it Reggianito. You know, so the small Reggiano. So that's that's the origin nice. of this cheese. It's supposed to be similar. It's you know there are some similarities. You know, real cheese, uh, especially Italians, would tell you, no, it's not ah, even close no way. to the original Reggiano. But uh, but anyway, that's the origin it's of this fabulous. Reggianito. Um, but can I just interrupt? Because I know I'm loving these cheeses, but and I know I can buy them in Gormaglad Emporium in Cedarhurst, which has a, a very large selection of your cheeses. They do. By the way, I just got to give the Bastarda Grappa mm. big shout out because we're my family's obsessed with that cheese. Mm. It's nice and strong, and we love it. You know that that cheese. It's a very interesting. It has almost like a cult following. It does. It's, it's, it's very funny. Uh, I know when People they put who it. Love it. Just Mason and Mag had a whole thing, and they wrote. You know, Bastard, the Bastardo is here when they <laughs> when they brought it into the restaurant. It's fabulous, and my family loves it. And we ate a lot of it on Pesach. That, so, by the way, that tells tells me and everybody else something about your family. The the taste. It's a that's a very sophisticated palate, even amongst your my uh, six year old loved it. Six year old loved it. So it's a very very complex cheese. Yeah. So okay. Was so, he drunk at the time? Or? No one, no one was drunk. We were actually driving to Pesach in Lake George. We needed a nash on the car, so we took some, I took some pastada uh, de grappa with us that I had bought at Gomeglat this morning. At uh, that morning, yes. Yeah, so okay, um, so this, this what a, are we eating now? This is a another recipe to go along with the reginito. Is that asparagus I buy? It is. Ah, it is. Obsessed with shaved asparagus. raw asparagus. Raw asparagus with parmesan with my reginito shaved oh. parmesan. Simi Simi Nachman, my darling daughter, mm. you would. We are both obsessed with asparagus. You will be very sorry did, that you're not with you, us. And this is this is again very very simple. <coughs> did you get, did you get some of the asparagus with with the cheese? Do you need to try some asparagus? I'm offering ZK some asparagus. <laughs> and again, this with this great the wine with it, especially if it would be okay, a little bit more. What chilled. are we drinking with this? We're drinking the same. Uh, okay. Drinking the um, Jeunesse Cabernet. I never knew you could eat raw asparagus. Isn't that isn't that incredible? And and all you do is you peel. The asparagus, shave the parmesan, add lemon juice, extra virgin olive oil, salt and pepper, and uh, drizzle it all over it and uh, let it sit, and that's it. It's amazing. It's soft. And we're sort of asparagus right. being very hard, yeah, right? Crunchy and hard. And yeah, the way I you did love that asparagus. Yeah. I, it may be softened up by a little bit of the olive oil, the salt. I don't know. But yeah, it's the just salt great. probably cooks it, you know, and the olive mm-hmm. oil, they give it like a broth. Yeah, no, almost. just sort of marinating in the, mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna try that the oil the, and lemon juice. It, the, it does. It softens it up. That's what I should be drink, yeah, eating absolutely. it with? Okay, I'm just checking a little pass, bit. Of, uh, some of the uh, asparagus down to Ariel here. Okay, yeah, coming back. I'm short-stopping it, okay? Yeah, yeah. I hope no one's got a cold. We're all sharing the same stuff here. Okay, and I see a little bit of red pepper flakes. Okay, yeah. Is that, uh, is that um, from the cheese or from the the dressing, probably. Uh, no, that's the yeah, that, that's the pepper. That's it's the pepper. so delicious. Okay. I'm gonna no hold that up. No double dipping. Uh, we've we have so <laughs> double dipped. We've quadruple dipped. I in know. This. So I just want to. I'm holding up to the uh, people that are viewing this. The very thinly shaved um, asparagus, and then of course I've already eaten off the Parmesan cheese off it. I'm just absolutely fabulous. Okay, let's go. T- last ten and, minutes. And, and, 
I think, were you going to mention other places that uh, people yes, might be yes, able so to purchase? Yes, so that's where we were going. It's Gourmet Gladden Cedarhurst. Where else can we buy this cheese or your wonderful selection if you're listening around the country? You know, fortunately, it's in a lot of uh, kosher stores, places like Pomegranate, uh, Glot Express, uh, Cedar Market, and Teaneck, you know, so all over um, Benzies in Brooklyn. Um, if you're in Connecticut or if you're a little bit errands, of out of town. Errands, um, I've got listeners in South Carolina. I've got listeners in Virginia. Great. Shout out to all of you Flor- guys. Florida, a couple of markets in Florida, um, Maryland, uh, Silver Spring and Bethesda. And, Anywhere um, in Atlanta, Georgia? Yes, the Spicy Peach down in Atlanta Ooh. carries it. Is there a way to get it online? And yes, um, Great question. Yeah, Grow and Behold yep. se- sells, uh, sells my products online. Growandbehold.com, yep. Yep. As does Zabar's. Really? Yeah, Zabar's sells a lot of my cheese online. So, and to mention a lot of the, you know, the not exclusively kosher specialty stores, uh, Zabar's, Fairway, all the Fairway markets, they now have 14 stores. They're up to 14 stores? Yeah, they all (gasps) carry my. Remember when they had two? Right. Anywhere in the tri state area, you know, you can can find a Fairway and you can find my cheese. Um, The West Side markets now, Morton Williams, uh, about a dozen supermarkets. And. And we just got into a few of the Shoprite uh, stores um, in uh, Nep- Nep- Neptune and East Brunswick and uh, Paramus. So there's a there's a there really are plenty of places and growing that uh, that you can pur- purchase my cheese. And I'll just mention one other thing. Two of the things that I love to do is participate in farmers markets. Yeah, we have we have two of them <clears throat> going on Sundays right now. One in Riverdale and one in Astoria Queens. Nice. That um, yeah, I'm out there, and uh, a lot of uh, a lot of the reasons for some of these cheeses are because of the feedback. You know, I I hear from especially kosher consumers, but but people across the board. In fact, I think that probably more than 50% of the consumers that are buying my cheese right now are not kosher consumers. That's but, fantastic. But, you know, you've made it when when your numbers are like that. But the kosher consumers come to me all the time and they say, you know, when can we get a good and then fill in the blank, and the next cheese is going to be that fill in the blank. There you go. You're listening to the customers. I want to taste the brie. Okay, let's go. Brie time. No more All talk right. about <laughs> I where want we that can buy brie. it. You know where to buy it. Can while I'm slicing this up, Jay, any uh, any thoughts on uh, what to, how to pair uh, which wine and brie? Wine and oh, brie. Oh yeah. Well, brie is generally a very fatty, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong any time on this. Very fatty, very rich, very creamy. Okay, let me let me hold it up today. The, uh, for the people that are watching. Wow. Very fatty, very creamy, very rich. And, um, you know, uh, uh, I don't want to say heavy because that's not really what it, it kind of, um, you know, gets me to think about. But it is very rich, very thick, uh, very creamy. Um, and what a lot of people don't get, especially new brie, Eaters, and again, correct me if I'm wrong about this, is that they actually scoop it out <laughs> without including the rind. And the rind, the, the cover of it, so to speak, Here. has a bitterness to it that is perfect. It actually kicks it up to a next level kind of, if you okay, will. Okay, great. That's and the most common question. You're absolutely right. The, the rind is very much edible. It's a natural edible rind. It's what's called a soft ripened or a bloomy rind cheese. This particular one, this is, um, it's called Chaors, um, which I've named after. It's a small town. You know, you don't have any sparkling whites here, no. do you? Okay. Is that what's right. good with it? Uh, yeah, I mean, but any any so, type of... So a any, brie goes well with, with a, a, sparkling a, white. Yeah, like a champagne, anything like a champagne or a... Or a um, uh, and like, like some of the other softer cheeses we had in the beginning, something like a Chardonnay or any of the. Well, okay. we're gonna have we're gonna so have. Let, we're running out of time, guys. We've got we're about six this, minutes. We're gonna have this with uh, the <laughs> Russian River Chardonnay. We could do three hours. Table for two. Super super size show. Russian River Chardonnay. Okay, Russian River. Ah. You bought this in before, and it's reserve. I see. I it have. says special reserve. So we're gonna have this with the brie. Okay. Is brie very similar to camembert? It is. Okay, because you, you see that a lot, like a baked brie, wrapped, you wrap a brie or a camembert in puff pastry and you bake it, the whole thing melts together. Great Chivalrous recipe. They're all French. What I love about it, what I, you know, I'm glad I picked the Chardonnay to bring today because just smelling it, just put your nose into the Chardonnay and you can almost smell like a creaminess. I know, best oh, yeah. to, Like best a vanilla, to smell buttery creaminess to it that, 
you know, that hopefully will come. We need to drink out of really. glasses, real yeah, glasses. Yeah, we really do. Next time. Next time. We've got to bring some from the wine show. We'll keep a stack in the office. Okay, this, this smells great. And now... So again, I see this, this Brent is cutting up some brie for us. Yeah, it's a, it's a, again, okay. it's a brie style cheese. This is made up in Vermont. And, oh, this um, is a local cheese, that, meaning is, American as opposed to it being imported and it, and from. And it's local to New York because it's less than 200 miles to, uh, to the location where, okay. uh, and we were talking producing. about the idea that brie can also be made from goats, right? And That's right. from, yeah, this is a cow milk. And, um, and if you can see the, um, brie ripens from the outside in, so it begins to get creamier. And um, mm. Mm. so again, this is a, okay. This I'm going to hold this up to the camera. This is you a, take your I'm piece. Taking yeah. one first. Okay, okay. So we've we've you see the you know the if there was a Hatova Hametiv for cheese, boy, this would <laughs> this would deserve it. You know that would only come from you. <laughs> Either <laughs> one of you. <laughs> okay. I'm going to take my cheese. So, I'm going to pass so again, that back. Now, now this Give some to Ariella. As okay. I mentioned, this is a brie-style cheese, and we call it Chaors, which is which, mean? which is named after mm-hmm. a small town in uh, in the mm-hmm. Champagne region of of, uh, of France. And mm-hmm. as Jay mentioned, absolutely indulge in the rind because the rind is very. It's got that earth, to... earthy, mushroomy sort of uh, flavor to it that uh, you'll be missing out on at least half the experience if you don't. If you don't, uh, and, and c- again, correct me if I'm wrong. I did this right with the rind. So I used to be in the cheese business a million years ago. But you can also eat this cheese a little bit warm. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, they bake it. Right. Yeah, you can go yeah. onto Google and look up for baked brie or baked ham and bear. Basically, you wrap it up in puff pastry. Pastry. I think Susie Fishbein has in one of her cookbooks, maybe even the first one that she did, kosher palette, a baked brie or a baked ham and bear, which is perfect for shuffle white. And what about this with red jam or a red vinaigrette? Like a raspberry oh, you know, vinaigrette. Uh, how about an apricot vinaigrette? Uh, uh, I'm sorry, an apricot jam. That oh we yeah, you have. To pass around, sure, absolutely. Okay, let's. let let's, how we I'm going to try that. B- we need some more brie. <laughs> okay, we've got <laughs> lots of brie. That was but what so do you think about the wine? Did you taste the wine? The wine. So now what a, we're going to do? It's this. a wonderful pairing. It's oh a wonderful my gosh! Pairing. So this, this really. Yeah, Jay. Why don't you dip some brie? So we're we're dipping brie into apricot jam. I'm even writing notes to myself. Bring an apricot jam. See, we and can. Uh, if I right. could, um, I'm going to try this together. So that's what it. That's Naomi, what I'm if I doing. could uh, mention that um, you know this this cheese is now uh, actually formally in the market, although it's only in a in a handful of places at this point. But mm-hmm. I'm going to have a formal launch. Um, do you mind if I mention it uh, here on the air? Please, okay, please. On uh, June 12th at the um, Nachmias Distillery. I'm there, coming. I'm in Yonkers, you know, I have my cheese cellar, my cheese cave in, in the basement, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, of my home and, uh, and in Yonkers. And then neighbors of mine in an old warehouse district put up a, um, uh, a boutique distillery where they make like a fig brandy and now a whiskey. So, uh, anyway, June 12th, we're going to be uh, getting together local, uh, neighbors, uh, in the, in the kosher boutique, uh, food world and, uh, doing a, um, a formal launch on my brie. Okay, I'm or, coming to that. Or chores, as we call so it. What, is it open what is to the, the public? Is it open? I'm sorry, Jay. That's is it open to the public? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so we can get more information by going on to my website the or my guy. Fa- or my Facebook page, thecheeseguy.com, thecheeseguy.com, or, or Brent the Cheese Guy on Facebook. Okay, there tell you us go. about that food that you've got sitting there. That you're yeah, can we've holding got from guys? Us. We've got one and a half minutes. Okay, <laughs> all right. Here this is the is cheeses and the wines have, have been absolutely magnificent, and our show is sponsored by Abels and Hyman Meats. We taste better, and we love. Uh, all the different selections of the, the meats that they have, um, especially for barbecuing. So you can check out my latest post for Abels and Hyman on my website, theaussiegourmet.com. I did a Hasselbeck salami. But we're in the middle or winding down from a great cheese show. We've had uh, Brent just Delman two. and we've had Jay Booksbaum here. And we're just going to wrap up with our last minute. Two Why quick wines guys, that yeah. we have not tasted and we won't is the Pinot Noir from Barkan. It's a dry red wine, but it's light. And, and can be served slightly chilled. And a brand new wine from Carmel called Selected Cabernet. Pass them up. I'll hold them up to the camera. Okay. Selected Cabernet, which also is a red wine, dry, whoa, but um, I think well, light enough and perfect for, uh, or can be dr- drunk with uh, lighter fare and even, you know, cheese and, and milchic fare. This is absolutely delicious. What are we eating here? So... Our last 
prepared dish is um, Got, like, spaghetti pep- squash Edam bites. Oh. So again, using the Edam, using uh, obviously spaghetti squash, panko, or, or uh, whole wheat breadcrumbs, garlic, fresh parsley, frozen spinach again, salt, and uh, you basically put it into a into a muffin tray. It's so F- form them and uh, eat and em. take them out in the size of muffins, healthy and uh, delicious. Tasty, right? This has been an absolutely fantastic show. I can't thank you both enough. We probably could go here for about three hours, the, the three of us just eating and drinking away. Um, thank you to Tamar Genga for providing this delicious food, uh, joyofkosher.com. Uh, Brent Delman, thecheeseguide.com. Thank you for bringing me these cookies. They're so <laughs> delicious from down under. Thank you, Jay Booksbaum, Marketing Director of... Thanks, uh, Neil. Thanks, Neil. It's R- been great. Royal Wines. Uh, we're going to continue our little party here, but you can stay listening on the Nachum Siegel website to our music sponsored by Kedem right up until Lich Benching. Want to wish everybody a Shabbat Shalom and take care. Bye. See you next week.